0: Hello, my name is Jeremiah Johnson, and I would like to welcome you to the first episode of Leaving the Shire. In this particular episode, I just want to introduce myself and the podcast, tell you a little bit about it, and where I would like to go with it. My reason behind naming this podcast Leaving the Shire centers on a a couple things. One, a personal journey that I've been on recently, which I'll get more into in a minute. But the other is I personally really enjoy the Hobbit movies and the book. Uh, I didn't really encounter them growing up. I really I watched I think my first Hobbit movie was Desolation at Smog while I was in college. Um, but since then I've grown to really love the, the Hobbit movies and the, I finally read the book a year or two ago. It's kind of I mean, it's really become one of my favorites. for a lot of people I guess but Bilbo Baggins overall is just, he's my favorite character in The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings trilogies and even along with maybe Sherlock Holmes one of my favorite fictional characters just completely overall and when I think of Bilbo Baggins I kind of relate to him especially right now in my life not, you know, maybe in a lot of ways but particularly in the sense that he faced a challenge and a journey that he did not want. Um, in in the, the story of the Hobbit, in the, not the movie, but the book by J.R. R. Tolkien. give me just a second, let me find the quote I wanted to read here. He's talking about Bilbo, and it says this Hobbit was a very well-to-do Hobbit, and his name was Baggins. The Bagginses had lived in the neighborhood of the Hill for a time out of mind, and people considered them very respectable. Not only because most of them were rich, but also because they had never had any adventures or did anything unexpected. You could tell what a Baggins would say on any question without bother, the bother of asking him. This is a story of how Baggins had an adventure and found himself doing and saying things altogether unexpected. He may have lost the neighbor's respect, but he gained, well, you will see whether he gained anything in the end. In his first encounter with Gandalf in the book, Gandalf speaking says, so very pretty. Says Gandalf, but I have no time to blow smoke rings this morning. I am looking for someone to share in an adventure that I am arranging, and it's very difficult to find anyone. Bilbo responds, I should think so in these parts. We are plain, quiet folk and have no use for Avengers. Nasty, disturbing, uncomfortable things make you late for dinner. I can't think what anybody sees in them. So you can see in the book, I mean, Bilbo had no desire for an adventure. He had, was comfortable in his hobbit hole and would have happily lived there the rest of his life. And I relate to that a lot. I very much am sentimental and enjoy my own hobbit hole, whether it's theological or otherwise. Like I'm willing to interact with other people that may not see eye to eye with me, but to actually challenge my views internally has been something I've had to work on. And recently, I've really become focused on doing that theologically, and that is kind of the motive behind this podcast. Uh, if you know any of y'all that that know me outside of this, you know probably know that my dad died when I was about two and a half. And my sister was about six months of cancer, so I never had the privilege of knowing him. And man, I know that's not uncommon, but for me that that really made death kind of always in the background of my mind, and it would pop up periodically, especially in my teen years, into my college years, and recently. Recently, I've become more aware of my mortality than than I ever have. Uh, a few weeks ago, it just no no health situation, just mentally got to thinking about it a lot more and realizing that. Death is not something that I can escape any more than anyone can. I know that's that's so basic, but for me, I just I love to enjoy life, spending time with my wife and girls, shooting basketball with some of my friends. And I kind of put death out of my mind. I would accept it as fact, and I'm I'm a believer in Christ, so I'm prepared for death. It's not something that I had spent a lot of time considering the reality of, and a few weeks ago, that changed. Um, it, it, you know, it could have been somewhat triggered by, you know, receiving some things that belonged to my dad, and I guess that just maybe brought it back up a little bit. But it's been good for me. There was some anxiety I had to deal with, just kind of took over. For a little while but once I worked through that I found that it's been very beneficial for me to think about my my mortality it has helped me with how I approach my life my family how I parent what my motivation is in this life and even the things I spend my time on like I'm not perfect with it don't get me wrong but it it, it really has changed me and considering my mortality has helped me with even some things I've struggled with for a long time and God's finally helped me get the victory in those areas. And it's kind of the lead into this podcast because considering my own mortality on this earth, I want to get it right. And one of the areas I think that is most important to get it right in is what I believe about God and the Bible. I was a Bible major in college. I was a surrendered to preach when I was, I believe it was sixteen. I made a profession of faith at fifteen, which is something I'll, you know, I'll get more into later on um, in future episodes. But I only went so far in considering my faith. It was more than just fire insurance to me. I love the Lord. I wanted to live right, do right, be a light and witness. Mm-hmm. But I was very narrow in my understanding. I was on Facebook in a group that I'm a part of and and was just talking to some people on there. And I told one gentleman, I was just like, I feel like my faith is like this house. And, and the reason I use the metaphor of a house isn't related to the fact of Christ being being our foundation as Christians. That's that's not what I'm talking about. It just comes from the fact that it's how I think in a way, because I've worked in construction before, and so I got to thinking about it, and my faith is like a decent foundation. Like, I can get you kind of some basic reasons why I believe what I believe, and then when you want to work on the details of what I believe on that second floor of that house, it's pretty good. And you know why I I do or don't hold certain positions biblically, I do okay. And so it, it, it's pretty well finished, you know, not that I think I'm perfect, but you get what I'm saying, like the siding's on, the windows are in. But that first four, some of the most basic things, like why do I believe, not just why do I believe there is a God. I consider that I, I, I'm okay with that. But why do I believe in the God of the Bible? Why do I believe? And certain other things, like the deity of Christ. And again, I have certain reasons that I do, but I find myself recently thinking about it, and they're easily challenged. They're like a part of a house that is just stick-framed. You know, just got the two-by-sixes up. I mean, the house isn't going to fall down. You've got the solid structure there, but it's not fleshed out. It's not finished. I've not put the work in on it that I should have and when I considered my own mortality I realized I got some work to do Um, I want to get this right I've got one shot at this life and I want to get it right I've got two girls that I love dearly and I want to show them what's right I don't want to teach them something that's going to be a waste of their life but if what I believe is real and true then I want to give them a solid foundation to build on, and so that's how I came to do this podcast. Was it's a journey that I just I want to share with you. I talk a lot. Uh, my coworkers know I I ramble almost all day every day, and God bless them for putting up with it. Some days, um, but we have some good conversations, some deep conversations. To just be window cleaners, we we can get pretty deep sometimes, and. I just, I like to share what I believe, but not only just share what I believe, I want to explore it. And i found that even talking to them sometimes, they, they'll bring up things I hadn't thought about and start exploring, exploring that a little bit. And again, that's back to the whole concept of leaving the shire. I want to leave my comfortable hobbit hole in the life that I have and face this world of questions and challenges where I may get uncomfortable, May not? where I may not have a direct answer. But maybe we can find one together. In this podcast, like I just said, it basically doesn't mean that I thought I, like I have the answers. I don't. But I just want to share this journey and maybe the questions I have will be related to some questions you have and we can explore it together. Nothing else. If I you know, if I can't provide answers, I just want to at least be a conduit to resources that maybe you can seek. Out the answers that God wants you to find. I believe 100% in absolute truth. But I don't think we all reach. Every point of absolute truth in the same way or at the same time. And so that's why I just. If nothing else I'm not an expert. Sure I have a college degree but. The longer I go the, the less I value it to be honest. But. I have questions. I want answers. I've come across some good resources and I want to explore more. And if I can help you find those same resources to be a blessing to you, to challenge you, to motivate you in your study, then then here's hoping we can do it together. My main focus in this podcast will probably be theological and biblical matters. Um, things like, let's see here, what have I got written down? Uh, there's some different things I want to explore. Like the The idea of does God exist? You know, there's arguments for his existence, arguments against, and I want to explore those a little bit. There's certain arguments for that I think are stronger than others. And I just I want to look into that, and and especially like starting with that, um, I'll try to give you like. Links to uh, to videos or articles, different different things regarding those topics that I hope you know we could you can explore and and take the time to study out yourself. Uh, Another thing I've written down is: if God, which God, God exists, why do we choose the God of the Bible? And I believe that centers on the historic historicity and deity of Jesus Christ. What is it Paul says? If Christ be not raised, our hope is in vain. And so I kind of want to go down that road. Uh, Another thing I've got written down here is what somebody might respond when you're arguing for the God of the Bible. But that God did this, did that, says this, says that. And and I don't want to deal with the topics now, so I'm going to be vague on that. But just different things that people don't like about the God of the Bible. Sometimes I believe it's a misunderstanding of what's really going on in the passage. And sometimes it's just you don't like what God had to say. And does that really, because you don't like what God did, does that negate his existence? What's the reliability of the Bible? Is there historical evidence for the Bible? What, When God says that every word is inspired, what does that mean? Christ, did he exist? Was he the God-man? Was he just God? Was he just man? And how do we respond to the results of that? um different different views of the the origins of our earth. I would like to explore that. I was I default to the young earth creationist position. But I find the other ones interesting and want to look into those more. You know, when the flood was it global? Was it localized? Is it an allegory? Reed Sea or Red Sea. That one that's like gonna be a fast one probably, but I've encountered it on a couple podcasts that I've listened to and um, I don't know, I just think it'd be a fun one, you know, not as deep to explore, but still important, along with the date of the Exodus. And there might be, you know, cause some of these I just talked about might be a little heavier topics, so here or there we may, you know, just um, get some one-off topics, like uh, the mythic one. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Now that's Does God direct you to the one that you will marry? Or there are some practical things he teaches you to look for. I I have my opinions on that, and that's kind of that's what I'm looking forward to doing. Hopefully, just have a little fun with it, a one-off, and, and see what happens. Um, tongues in one Corinthians thirteen, um, revivalism in the altar call. As many of you may already be well aware, the way that certain denominations approach church. Doesn't I'm not saying it's wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the altar call is wrong. I'm not saying having a revival meeting is wrong. But, and I, I, mean, I actually think they're fine. But when I consider the history of that, I one, I want to explore it. But two, I want to look at it in the context of, is that what happened in the book of Acts? Is that what the early church did when they were having to hide in the catacombs and, such things like that. And then another fun one we may do from time to time is just history and comparison of the beliefs of different denominations. This is something that I'm actually really looking forward to hopefully getting into a little bit, again, be a kind of a more lighter episode. It's not so much to be a critique of each denomination independently, but just more of a explanation of what do they really believe. Is this what every member of that denomination believes? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. You get the idea. Um, that's kind of where I want to go with that. But before we get into those things, um, there's a book of the Bible that I have found to be a real blessing. To read. I mean, really, for a while now, it's been my favorite Old Testament book. You know, some go to Psalms, some go to Proverbs, some go to Genesis. I used to go to the as a kid. I used to love reading Judges. And 1st and 2nd Kings, 1st and 2nd Chronicles, the history of those things. There's certain people may like the prophetic books, and they're trying to to get into those things. But in the past few years, my favorite Old Testament book has been the book of Ecclesiastes. I absolutely love it. And recently, with the the mental struggles I was dealing with, I really found it to be such a blessing. Because as I was reading it, I'm like, I get that. This is real. This, This guy... Was facing the real questions of life, the tough questions. And so before we get into the nitty-gritty, apologetic side of stuff, I want to do a, a study of the book of Ecclesiastes. I, you know, it ain't going to necessarily be verse by verse, but I do want to take some time in there. Just lay a foundation for our podcast. And what I hope to do with that is just explore how the writer of Ecclesiastes can go from saying, and I'm reading from the New English translation now. Ecclesiastes 1, verse 1, The words of the teacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Futile, futile, laments the teacher. Absolutely futile. Everything is futile. What benefit do people get from all the effort which they expend on the earth? Just struggling, looking for meaning to life. It's kind of the theme of a lot of this book. And in the end, he says, So remember your Creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come, and the years draw near where you will say, I have no pleasure in them. That's chapter 12, verse 1. Later in the chapter, in verse 13, it says, Having heard everything, I have reached this conclusion. Fear God and keep his commandments, because this is the whole duty of man. For God will evaluate every deed, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. And I'm interested in just understanding how the writer of the book of Ecclesiastes can go from saying everything is futile to understanding our purpose as obeying God. Returning to, to the, the idea of what was my motivation behind calling this Leaving the Shire and the story of Bilbo Baggins in relation to my own life and personal theological journey. And I was also thinking about the fact of leaving the Shire that it, it leaves the opportunity for us to come back. It's not like we have to constantly stay. On an adventure, we can reach conclusions. We may not reach a a solid conclusion about everything, but we can reach a conclusion. And as we go through this podcast, hopefully we can find some answers together and develop a, a more solid foundation for our beliefs and look at different perspectives and see if we're right or wrong and be willing to consider ourselves. And be wise. The Bilbo Baggins that left the Shire is not the same one who came back. As they were coming back um, after their long adventure, Gandalf and, and Bilbo came to a rise, and there Bilbo could see his own hill in the distance, and he stopped suddenly and said, "Roads go ever, ever on, and over rock and under tree." By caves where never sun has shone, by streams that never find the sea, over snow by winter sown, and through the merry flowers of June, over grass and over stone, and under mountains in the moon, roads go ever, ever on, under cloud and under star. Yet feet that wandering gone turn at last to home afar, eyes that fire and sort of scene and horror in the halls of stone. Look at last on meadows green, and trees and hills they long have known. Gandalf looked at him. My dear Bilbo, he said, something is the matter with you. You are not the hobbit that you were. I'm hoping that as we go through this together, particularly for myself, I want to find myself changed. And I'm not looking to change every biblical belief I have. That That's not what I mean. But I want to be changed as a person change my beliefs I haven't got right to have a more sure foundation for the things that I do. But that could come with a cost. It says later, talking about Bilbo, it says, Indeed, Bilbo found he had lost more than spoons. He had lost his reputation. It is true that forever after he remained an elf friend and had the honor of dwarves, wizards, and all such folk, has ever passed that way, but he was no longer quite respectable. He was in fact held by all the hobbits of the neighborhood to be queer, except by his neighbors and nieces on the took side, but even they were not encouraged in their friendship by their elders. What he found was it had cost him his reputation. It cost him his reputation, but he went anyway. It cost him material things, but he went anyway. And just like Bilbo lost some things, we might. I'm not saying, you know, right now that we're looking at that at any great personal cost, but I know just in the few things that I've studied and shifted on, it has cost me the respect of people I love dearly. I've had people question my personal salvation and just the solidity of my faith. And that that's not a great cost. do Don't get me wrong, but the search for truth is not easy. The search for truth is not popular. Challenging the status quo is not fun sometimes. In the circles that, that I was raised in that I still have a lot of love and respect for, there's certain questions you just don't ask. There's certain topics that are predetermined, and you have to believe that way. But I found that in order for me to approach my concerns, my questions, my doubts, more honestly, I can't take such a narrow view. That doesn't mean that I won't reach the same conclusion that I always have thought. But I need a stronger foundation. And that's what I'm hoping to find. Whether my beliefs change or stay the same, as I leave my shire and go on this adventure I want to get out of my comfort zone I want to face my own goblins head-on and on the other side of this adventure I want to come out a, a stronger person I want to come out on the other side a better father a better husband a better Christian And this podcast is the way I want to share it. I thought for a while, I think I mentioned, you know, know, I I don't have a college degree in Bible. I went to seminary, graduated. I'm not in the ministry, never have been, though. And so I got to think of, why me? Why should I do this? Why would people, in my mind, waste their time listening to me? There's a lot of podcasts, a lot of books, a lot of YouTube videos I could recommend before I would ever recommend someone listening to me. And, you know, i I'd talked to a couple people about that. My wife, my sister, some friends at work. And the thing that, that eventually I was by myself one day and I was just thinking about it again. And I just came to realize, I came to realize that it's not about how well I can do it. I'll grow. You know, hopefully the audio quality will get better than I know this episode is. i got to work on that. Uh, maybe my voice will be less monotone. But it's my responsibility. As a believer, I have a responsibility to not only strengthen my faith. I also have a responsibility to share my faith. I have a responsibility before the Lord, and so I'm not going to be the ever be the best resource. I'm not going to always come up with all the answers. And, and honestly, there's going to be a lot of people that that may even be able to put up a good argument for what I against what I have to say. However, I just want to to hopefully be a blessing to somebody. Hopefully, again, that you can find resources. Maybe the same questions I have are the ones that you have as well, or related ones. Then maybe you can't get past just a mental roadblock in your mind. And maybe just by sharing different perspectives, we can uh, together find our answers. Um, one of the, and I'm almost done, one of the things I was thinking about. So I've known people who once were in church, but now aren't. Uh, you, You see it on social media, you encounter them in person. And honestly, I understand. Some of the stories I've read and heard, I understand why people have left certain churches. And with how little these same people either personally studied or were taught in their church properly. I get even why they would consider leaving the faith. I mean, I've had that same thought before. So I get it. And the thing I was thinking about recently is so many of us were raised to only consider one view. Thus, if you ever do research and you find out that one view, it may not even have to do with the deity of Christ. It may not even have to do with the reliability of the Bible. It could be something less central to the faith. Whether it's the version of the Bible you read, what kind of music you listen to. But you start researching, finding out that that they didn't have that right, that that what they believe on that isn't accurate, you start questioning everything. And it's real easy when you find out that the one thing that you you held on to for so long wasn't right. Well, what about all this other stuff? And especially if you come from an abusive situation, you think about just rejecting everything. And so my heart with this, as we leave our shire, is not so much that, although I hope that I'll be a blessing even to those who are more solid in their faith, but more so for, for those who may not have as, as solid of a grounding, that these questions that we explore together would show you that just because you choose to look outside the, the denominational perspective that you currently have or have had in your past, and maybe they got it wrong. That doesn't mean they have everything wrong. Just because somebody taught you wrong about the Bible doesn't mean the Bible's untrue. Now we've got to explore that together and we'll look at the reliability of the Bible. But perhaps it isn't that the Bible is untrue, but the way you were taught to, taught to think about it is wrong. And I think that's an important distinction to make because so many times we just think, well, if this view isn't right and they lied to me about this, why would I listen to them about anything? And I could I could ramble on on that one, but I think it's important to not throw the baby out with the bathwater. And so as we explore together and we leave our shower, I hope that again, we can face the challenges together. And have a little bit of fun doing it. I'm not wanting it to be miserable. I, I don't want to have fun with it and and uh, pretend we're hobbits walking around. I guess I don't know, but um, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping to get another episode out here in a week or two, and with that, we'll begin our study of Ecclesiastes. I'm, like I said, I'm really excited about that, with it being one of my favorite books, and we'll work our way through that. And see what the Bible has to say and some issues with it. What I didn't realize when I started studying it was there's actually some discussion around the authorship of Ecclesiastes. And I guess historically there was some discussion even among Jewish believers as to its canonicity at one point. And I found that interesting and we may talk about that a little bit. Until next time, I pray God blesses you richly and let's get out of our hobbit hole and go on an adventure.